Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. All right, couple of things. Follow me on my brand new Twitter. It be verified. Yes, they actually verified me. Was I able to do it on my own? No. Had to go through corporate, uh, where they did the whole special corporate package thing and and got it taken care of. I've told you before that a lot of the people who do get verified on Twitter have to do it through their agents um, because the agencies have these deals with Twitter and they can get verified that way. If you just try to do it on your own, it's very, very difficult. Unless, of course, you're an attractive one-armed lady who has a Tinder profile and somebody happens to post that you can be attractive and have one arm, which apparently was not understood uh, in society, but okay. And she woke up the next day, had a verified Twitter, and she goes, I literally do not deserve this. Deserve this. What the heck? But there's also like poodles and things like that that have verified Twitter accounts too. So it's good to know that they have high standards. But I am finally verified on Twitter. If you would like to follow me, at RealKCH. New announcement today. I have a new Instagram. This one's devoted to the show. People have been asking me to do this for some time. And I... I don't know. Instagram was kind of like a refuge for me. Uh, but again, 2020 resolution is to be a bigger jerk. So I am now on Instagram, not just for my company, ASD Knives, but also Casey, the host, uh, where I will post memes and things of that nature. I'm also going to do some video content with some things that are uh, planned for 2020. And Instagram is going to be a big part of that. All right, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, want to thank our sponsor, R&B Car Company. R&B has a huge selection of quality SUVs, cars, trucks, crossovers, and minivans, go to rbcarcompany.com to find special offers and promotions today. Well, well, well. If you do follow my social media, you saw that I just posted a video not too long ago, about 15 minutes ago. This video allegedly, I, I need to stress this, we don't have any confirmation of this. This video allegedly shows the Ukrainian airliner in Iran getting shot down with a missile. All right. There's clearly something flying and some kind of an explosion and that something not flying anymore. Okay. That doesn't mean that we are looking at what the video purportedly shows. However, uh, the news sources that are linking to it are pretty darn credible. They're not just blogs. So, we're waiting for confirmation. Will that confirmation ever happen? Probably not. I hope that we have some confirmation. Here's the reports that we have. Basically, the United States now believes it was shot down. Now, we went over the scenarios yesterday of why and how that could have happened. But this is, this is what the assumption is now, is that it was shot down. Okay? And again, we do not know, we don't know for sure, but the assumption is that it was shot down. Now with that, you've got American authorities saying that, you know, everything is pretty much pointing down to this. You've got mainstream websites even saying, yeah, um, we're sitting here looking at this report and it seems to suggest that uh, UK Ukrainian Airlines Flight 752 was shot down by Iran. Yesterday I pointed out that that could be purposeful. And the reasons why you would do something like that could be to stem any retaliation from the United States for your attack. Uh, it would look bad to the international community if they were dealing with a tragedy that just happened in Tehran 
and multiple nations. Remember, there's a lot of Canadians on this plane. There's some British, uh, some other people as well from other nations. And it would look bad if you were launching a military strike while they're trying to identify their dead. Okay? So there could be that. Keep in mind that this is a terrorist regime. This is how they would think. You might be thinking that's asinine, but they're terrorists. The other aspect of it is you're an anti-aircraft person. You've been told that you're going to launch a strike and to be prepared for American Airlines, uh, aircraft I should say, to come over the capital city and blow some stuff up. And so be prepared to shoot things down. And you're that guy. You see an aircraft in the air and you shoot them down. After all, why on earth would there be an aircraft in the air? The moment you stop your military assault on those bases in Iraq. So they launch a bunch of these these cruise missiles, if you will. And then they just let a civilian airliner take off. Now, here's the other one. This, to me, is probably the most plausible theory. I don't think I brought this up yesterday. What if Iran allowed that aircraft to take off? What if they allowed that aircraft to take off and they didn't notify any of the anti-aircraft people about it, hoping that it would get shot down? So, in other words, the government of Iran is sitting there going, yeah, we hope that this happens because it could help us. And the air, aircraft, uh, anti-aircraft operator, uh, he had no idea that he was shooting at a civilian airliner. I'm assuming it's a he because, you know, it's Iran. Okay, just throwing that out there. U.S. officials are now confident that Ukrainian Airlines Flight 752 was shot down by Iran. CBS News is reporting Newsweek is making a similar claim. This is Heavy.com. Reporting that the plane was likely struck by an anti-aircraft missile system. President Donald Trump told a CNN reporter that he doesn't think mechanical problems brought down the plane. Neither does anybody else, including the Ukrainian government and the airline itself. Now, this is a newer plane that was just fully serviced. So the idea that a a relatively new Boeing plane that had just uh, been serviced a short time ago would have catastrophic mechanical failure that would bring it down like that, uh, seemingly in flames, as we did have a video that allegedly showed the aircraft on fire crashing into the ground, And now we have a video that allegedly shows the aircraft being hit by a missile. Now you can see something flying and then you can hear an explosion. You can then see the explosion and then whatever was flying is no longer flying again. Again, allegedly, this is showing the moment that that aircraft was hit with that anti-aircraft missile. We do not have confirmation yet. New York Times, CNN, other top news organizations are now reporting the same information The Times reported that officials have a high level of confidence that an Iranian missile accidentally shot down the plane, which crashed minutes into takeoff from Tehran Airport. Okay. Now, the Ukrainians, the Ukrainians themselves, they want to search the crash site and they want to look for missile debris. Those missiles would have likely been manufactured by Russia. The Ukrainians know what Russian anti-aircraft missiles look like. Like I said, the Ukrainians have had to deal with this before. So now, um, the Pentagon is basically going out there and saying, we have high confidence that it was shot down. Ukrainian investigators want to search for debris of a Russian missile at the Iran plane crash, according to the Ukrainian security chief. Now, this is on Interfax, which is the uh, Ukrainian news outfit. 
And remember, Ukraine initially believed Iran's explanation that there was mechanical failure. And then they withdrew that after they got the report from the airline. And the airline was like, this is not going to happen with this type of aircraft. It just doesn't happen. So here's the additional aspect of this. Remember, yesterday I told you that the Ukrainians were saying that they were not going to turn over the black box, which is actually two boxes, the flight data recorder and the cockpit recorder. So they said they were not going to turn those over to anybody, not to Boeing, not to the United States, what have you. Okay. Today, the Iranians are saying that the data on the black boxes is all damaged. It sure does look like a conspiracy, doesn't it? Now, again, the the operating thought here tends to be, from the officials who are looking into this, tend to be that this was accidentally shot down. Somebody was manning the anti-aircraft, expecting a U.S. retaliation for the strike. They saw an aircraft in the air, and they shot it down. Now, the next question for that is... Um, Okay, why was the aircraft in the air to begin with? Now, you know, if you launch cruise missiles at at the United States, you know, the likelihood of, of having a response is, is going to be very real. Why would you taxi an aircraft and let them take off? Unless maybe you were hoping that they would go down, whether by your own people or by somebody else, possibly even the United States. So that's the latest information that we have about that. I'm happy to take phone calls on it. And again, the video that I posted on my social media at Casey the host on Facebook and at Real Casey H on Twitter is allegedly video of the missile hitting the aircraft. We do not have confirmation of that, okay? But the Iranians, first of all, just the fact that it was in the air at that time is suspect. The fact that it got hit so quick after takeoff or crashed so quick after takeoff is suspect, considering the age of the plane and the maintenance record of it. Uh, the fact that the Iranians were refusing to turn over the black box data, and now today the Iranians are saying the black box data is damaged. All very suspect. 574-25-95-953. Your phone calls on this coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-25-95-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. And again, the latest reports that we have involving this Ukrainian airliner and went down in Tehran, killing 176 people. Uh, the evidence seems to suggest that it was shot down. And uh, apparently there's been some analysis of the debris. There was that video of the flaming debris of the airliner on the ground that uh, some people said appeared to look like uh, had impacts on it. Again, I, I'm just telling you what's being out there. None of this is confirmed, Okay. The U.S. Pentagon has confirmed that they believe it was shot down. The Ukrainians are saying that they want access to the aircraft so they can go ahead and evaluate if it was shot down. Tehran, who refused to turn over the black box data yesterday, now says the data is damaged. and They've lost um, parts of the data's memory, which 
is suspicious. Suppose technically plausible, but suspicious nonetheless. Uh, also, we have um, reports here from Euronews that the Ukrainian plane did not radio for help before it crashed, which would seem to indicate an attack. Generally speaking, if you're going to have mechanical failure, you let people know that you have mechanical failure. Uh, they're also uh, they are also saying that it appears that the aircraft was attempting to turn around as it crashed. I don't I don't know if they know that for sure. I'm just passing on the information from the Guardian. 574-25-95-953. Back to the phones we go. Ben, welcome to the program. Yeah, Casey, how you doing? I'm well, man. What's up? Uh, yeah, I was very suspicious from the very beginning. Number one, the fact that the uh, 737-800 has a very good safety record. Very good, uh, yeah. And number two, the fact that uh, the, the Iranians, not it wasn't even an hour after a crash that they were saying that it had mechanical failure. How in the world? I mean, it takes weeks, months to determine what exactly happens in a catastrophic crash like that. Well, not that. when you're making it up, though. I mean, well, when, yeah, you know, I, and I here's, but see, here's the thing. They issued that statement when it was still on fire on the ground. Oh, yeah, exactly. Which exactly. would mean you would have to have that data from the pilots themselves, right? But now, because if you're a pilot, you go, we have engine failure, mayday, mayday, whatever it is. Right. Then maybe you could say they called us and said there was engine failure, but they didn't do that. And now we, we have information that they never even called for help, which would seem to indicate that there was some kind of an impact. Exactly. Uh, and I also have one theory, Casey. Uh, I mean, it's, it's conspiracy, but... Is it aliens? <laughs> Not quite. Okay. Um, my thing was this. All right. The Iranians, after they shot their missiles, were obviously probably expecting that they, we were going to have a retaliatory attack with our missiles. Mm -hmm. And um, and this is, again, this is my own little theory. They went ahead thinking that the Americans were going to retaliate. They fire their missiles at the plane. And then they go ahead and blame the Americans, thinking that thinking that they were going. To, the Americans were going to go ahead and retaliate. Yeah, they shoot the plane down, and then they go ahead and, and then, of course, American missiles are coming over there saying, "See, the Americans shot their missiles over here, hit the plane. Now we're going to blame the Americans for it." Now, of course, I know that's a stretch, but it. it but would, see, I don't think it is. I, I really, you know, again. The rest of the world probably wouldn't have bought that because I think most of the world understands how accurate our equipment is. Exactly. But I think if you're the Iranians, you're, you're probably like, eh, this, you know, this could be plausible. And I'm sure that they would have found plenty of people on Twitter, Ben, that would have gone along with this and said, see, we, see, Trump killed innocent people in the middle of all of this, which, of course, right. we would have all said, well, we don't believe them. Plus, why was the aircraft in the air right after this? I don't think right. you're that far off. I, that absolutely could have been one of their plans. Again, it's a terrorist regime. What do terrorists do? They launch a strike, and then they hide among civilians. Sometimes they kill the civilians themselves, and then they blame the other side. Hamas and Hezbollah do this to Israel all the time. Right, yeah. So, you know, like, and I'm just, in fact, I even just got finished talking to a very, who is a pilot, flies to Wisconsin Air, and said, why in the world would he even be taking off just shortly after? It's in a combat zone. They just got finished firing missiles. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the, I'm, I'm even wondering the, 
questioning why would they even allow the plane to take off under such conditions. Well, that's just it. If you're trying to keep everybody safe, you're not going to let a civilian airliner take off in those conditions. Now, if you're the pilot, I suppose your logic could be, Iran's a small country, we're getting out of Dodge, and we're going to take our chances on the air, because we're in the capital city, and that's where the military structure is, and if Donald Trump's going to level this place, we don't want to be here. So I, I suppose I could see that, but... You know, the fact that this this plane took off right after the barrage ended, which is the timing has had everybody internationally kind of confused, seems to suggest that there would be some kind of a nefarious plot. You know, we ground everything if there's any danger. You know, Europe Europe does the same thing. For them to go, yeah, we just fired a bunch of missiles at, you know, the most powerful country in the world, and we expect them to respond, go ahead and fly. (laughs) That just doesn't... That doesn't make any sense whatsoever unless they were plotting something like what you're suggesting. Yeah. All right, Casey. Well, listen, um, you have a good day here. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. You take care. All right. Bye-bye. 574 That is 2595-953. Yeah, I don't think that Ben is, is too far off uh, with this. I, I, I think it could absolutely be a part of a plot. Matt, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing okay. Hey, um, I don't. I didn't follow the the whole story yesterday on the air with you because uh, I had something to do. But I don't know if you talked about this. Uh, I was watching the news, local news, actually uh, yesterday morning, and uh, there were some talking heads from I think the University of Notre Dame that were on, and they were saying something about Iran had contacted Iraq. I don't know if it was the parliament or the military ahead of the attack and let them know that the missiles were on their way. Um, I don't know if you touched on that at all. No. Um, yeah, and I've, I've heard that also in the national news, too, to try. They were trying to make uh, Iran sound a little bit more, I don't know, I guess they, they knew that they weren't going to hurt anybody, and so they gave everybody the heads up, and um, I that would fall right in the line with the fact that they shot down that uh, airliner, um, you know, and then we're going to try and blame it on the U.S. Uh, Well, okay, I'm looking at the New York Times right now. Uh, Three hours from alert to attacks. Intelligence that foreshadowed the Iranian attacks set off a tense, often confusing afternoon in the White House Situation Room, because, of course, they've got it right in there. Everything is confusing. Let's see... So apparently American spy agencies picked up a squawk, and a squawk basically means we, we got data that they're going to launch at us. Uh, Iraq, New York Post, Iraq says Iran warned them a missile attack before it happened. There it is. Yeah, there, there you go. go. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and nobody's really talking about that. I mean, I've heard it mentioned a few times, but, I mean, um, I think there was a plan. Consp- well, I shouldn't say conspiracy, using yeah. that word, but I think that might have been planned, um, you know, they let Iraqi you know, so Iraq wouldn't fire a retali- you know, their military sure. wouldn't fire a retaliatory missile and accidentally do it, and that way they could make it, you know, easier to blame on the United States. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I'll have to go through the article. It's in the post. But, uh, yeah, appreciate the info, man. Thank you. Hey, no problem. All right, you take care. Okay, 574-2595-953. Iraq's prime minister's office said Wednesday that Iran had notified Baghdad about its imminent missile strike on U.S. troops stationed at two military bases. We received an official verbal message from the Islamic Republic of Iran that the Iranian response to the assassination 
of Qasem Soleimani had begun or would begin shortly and that the strike would be limited to where the U.S. military was located in Iraq without specifying the locations. That is Premier Abdel, Abdel, excuse me, Adel Abdel Mahdi's office. Uh, said that in Agents, Agents France Press. Uh, so anyway, um, the Prime Minister's office said that it was simultaneously contacted by the U.S. as the missiles hit the uh, Al-Assad air base. And so, you know, so they're saying simultaneously, the Iranians uh, let us know that it was happening, but simultaneously the United States let us know. And what that does is it allows Iraq to say, we were going to notify the Americans, our allies were here at our request and our guests in our country. We, we were going to let them know, but, you know, the Americans knew in real time anyway. So, um, so there is that. Um, so basically the, the premise from Iraq apparently is that they were notified as it was happening and the U.S. even notified them at the exact same time as the Iranians and therefore there was no time to warn anybody or do anything, which... You know, it would be interesting to see um, the actual timelines of what happened here, if that it ends up holding up. And we'll probably never know, but um, thank you for the info. I appreciate it. More people want to talk about this. We'll continue to take your phone calls, 574-2595-953. Once again, the latest information seems to suggest that Iran did, in fact, shoot down this aircraft, possibly to blame the United States, as Ben suggested, uh, in case we launched a retaliatory strike. We've got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. I want to thank our sponsor, R&B Car Company. R&B has a huge selection of quality SUVs, cars, trucks, crossovers, minivans. Go to rbcarcompany.com for special promotions and deals today. 574-2595-953. Still talking about the Iran situation. And the latest information today is, um, I mean, pretty much all arrows are pointing towards Iran being responsible for the aircraft uh, coming down the Ukrainian aircraft. There is a video that I posted on my social media at Casey, the host on Facebook at real Casey H on Twitter, which purportedly allegedly unconfirmed shows the airliner getting hit with a missile. I also have a poll on Twitter. Why did Iran shoot the Ukrainian airliner down to prevent a U.S. response by accident to blame the U.S. for it. Go to twitter.com slash realcaseyh to take that poll. To the phone lines we go. James, welcome to the program. Greetings, greetings. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What's on your mind? All right. You guys have not yet covered this this parameter, this possibility. Okay. And that is the C factor, competence. Somebody could have been cheek dialing at the SAM site. You know what I'm saying? So it could have been uh, like a, an automatic, you know. And I think competence not only technically but politically. 
the, the political competence. Mm. I mean, this is going to be horrendous for public relations, you know, just even messing with something like this. Well, yeah, I'm sure. So rather than just doing it by accident because you thought it was an American plane, you're saying that uh, somebody could have been checking the Iranian version of TikTok or Instagram and uh, and just accidentally set it off. No, I was being sarcastic. The bottom line is I think technically, technically it could have set itself off. Somebody was setting it up wrong. Somebody turned on the wrong, you know, like they turned on a sensor instead of the, the, the launch button. Somebody, I mean, it's, it could have been a, you know, what's sure. this for? Clank. Oh, that's not what I hoped that it would do. Uh, we are, we are talking about the Iranian military here. I suppose anything is possible. Yep. Um, yep. Competence. And then political. Yeah. The, the, the public relations of, of even being involved in this, even if you're desperate and, you know, you're doing all your dictatorial stuff, mm-hmm. it's horrendous. You just wouldn't want to be caught in this situation with everybody in the world looking at you thinking, oh, I shot this civilian airliner down and it's going to... Well, and here's the, stick. you know, this is the thing. They happen to pick a flight that has multiple international passengers on it, yep. you know, and... Yeah, the Ukrainian connection, I think, is also very interesting. But, you know, you've got some British that are on that plane. You've got some other countries that are on that plane, predominantly Iranian, but right after that is Ukrainian. And so if you shoot down a plane like that, and it happens to be nothing but Iranians, there's less of an impact globally. You know, then it's something that Iran has to deal with. But now they've got to deal with all of these other countries. So that seems to... to steer this more towards we were trying to blame somebody else as opposed to civilians. I think even international or who was on it, just the fact that it's civilians is bad idea, you know, yeah, bad idea. Well, there's been other obvious, obvious like that, but, but you, you, you're, if it's just your citizens, it's less powerful when you go to the UN or the international community, if they're trying to blame the U S here and go, Americans killed a bunch of Iranians. But if you can say they also killed, Canadians, they killed British, they killed Ukrainians, they killed all of these other people aside from our citizens, and then you can build up a coalition of outrage against President Trump. Uh, I remember there was another missile incident back in the 70s or 80s when an Iranian, mostly primarily Iranians, I believe, were on an airliner that was heading towards the destroyer, and they they got shot down by the destroyer like yeah. with a, a surface-to-air missile. And it was just bad PR. I mean, you know, it was, it's just not a place you would want to go if you're going to try to get to gain hearts and minds anywhere. You just can't be doing, you know, you can't be shooting down civilian no, airplanes. But they're, they are terrorists, and that's kind of what terrorists yep. do. So right, I got to roll, James. Thank you for being patient, man. You're on hold for a long time. Have a great day. Right, you too. You too. I, there's a lot of people that are sending me messages about TWA Flight 800. A lot of people. I'm getting them. I don't want. You, I'm not addressing it, but I'm I'm getting them, and I wanted you to to know that. We got time for a few more phone calls on this, and then we'll move on. Got a lot to discuss today, including a lot of local news here on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, friendly neighborhood radio host Casey Hendrickson here with a 2020 New Year's resolution to be a bigger jerk in 2020. Less friends, not as nice to people, especially coworkers. Sorry, Joe. So here's the deal. A lot of you yesterday, I get this every day, and I don't know what it is. Uh, for some reason, I think it's just the times that you guys tune in. I don't know why. 
but you miss the website on where you can get your CBD lotion. This is one of the number one requests that I get. Probably number two requests. Number one is, uh, who's your doctor again? And the number two request is probably, what was the website to get the CBD lotion? It's all natural, cbd.org. And I think it's the .org that kind of throws people. All natural, cbd.org. Look, if you've got arthritis, if you have minor aches and pains, and who among us doesn't, okay? If you are an athlete, or you're a gym rat, or if you just go to the gym occasionally, or if you're getting ready to go back to the gym because you're still on your resolution to go to the gym, except it hurts and your muscles are sore, this stuff is for you, all right? All-natural CBD lotion not only is a lotion that will soothe and moisturize your skin, but it is an effective pain reliever. This stuff just works. 500, well, it's 250 or 500 milligrams of CBD. I recommend you just get the 500. Uh, but if you want the 250, by all means, get it. There's nothing wrong with that product, uh, but there's also nothing wrong with going to the 500. 500 milligrams of full-spectrum CBD. Full-spectrum, again, is what you want. That is the higher-quality CBD. It comes in lavender, which is a natural lavender, not synthetic, and an unscented. So if you prefer to not smell like a beautiful lavender garden, you can get the unscented and smell just like yourself or cologne, perfume, whatever you're wearing. But again, you can go to allnaturalcbd.org. You can pick this up. You get a four-ounce bottle, which is like three times as, as large as the nearest competitor, and it is only $19.99 for the 500 milligrams. It's cheaper for the 250 but you also get a discount just by mentioning me, okay? You, you put the promo code KC10 in there. You save 10%. Now, if you want to pick it up locally and you don't want to order it, not a problem. Go to eSigWorks. Any of the local eSigWorks locations in Michiana will honor that promo code. And you just, again, give them KC10. They'll give you that 10% off. But you get a larger bottle. It's a fraction of the cost, and it works better. Plus, it's a lotion, which will moisturize and soothe your skin. Allnaturalcbd.org, promo code KC10. All right, 574-2595-953. Funny text message from a little while ago. Of course the flight data recorder was damaged. That's what happens when a missile hits it, LOL. True. I mean, I hate that we're joking about this because people did die. And they are pawns in this silly game that is being played, and that's unfortunate. Chris, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hey, Casey. Uh, thanks for taking my call. How you doing? I'm doing well. What's on your mind? All right, I've I've got a fun theory about this. It doesn't go along with the uh, conspiracy thing. I think, you know, the way I look at the timeline, um, when they took out Suleimani, it's like knocking a queen off the chessboard. And uh, there's a good chance that these people who are in the end, you know, um, they're, you know, radio operators in, in the military, they may have gotten wind of it, and they may have fired a missile, what they thought was an American assault, a B-52. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's a big plane. I don't think they did it on purpose because that wouldn't make any sense. Well, that's where the um, accidental aspect of this kind of comes in. Um, you know, you have the anti-aircraft operator assumes that there is an American retaliation that is happening, shoots this airliner out of the sky and, you know, isn't intending to kill civilians, but it happens. But then, of course, you have the other aspect of it. You might have missed it when I was talking about it earlier, Chris, is that why on God's green earth would the government of Tehran allow 
an aircraft that is a civilian aircraft to take off in the midst of all of this over their airspace. Right, and I kind of agree. They're almost like Keystone cops. We give them a lot of credit, and the one guy who kept them from doing really ridiculous things in the name of whatever was Suleimani. And this guy was much more than what we, you know, we hear. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us know what he he did and what he was capable of. You know, thirty years at least. Um, I think once he went out, I, who the heck's gonna come up with a plan? Because if you were to took out the Ayatollah, the head of the country, the first thing they would have done was gone to Suleimani and said, "What do we do now?" But there, so with him that, gone, that, there's that, just that, nothing that, but ineptness out there. Yes, and a bunch of crazy people. Yeah, uh, wanting to strike back, and I don't think it was purposeful. I think it was just uh, the shock. The, the gut punch that Trump gave him by right. knocking that queen clean off the chessboard. That very well could be. I mean, you know, you decimate leadership, you will decimate, decimate an army, no doubt about it. Hey, Chris, well, I appreciate well, it, bud. All right, all right. thanks, Casey. You, take you have a good day. You too. And, and like I said, you know, that goes into the other uh, theory, which is why you can go take the poll on my Twitter, at RealCaseyH. Why did Iran shoot the Ukrainian airliner down? Yes, I am assuming that they did. To prevent a U.S. response by accident, or to blame the U.S. for it. Right now, to blame the U.S. for it is the number one response, although the poll just started. Again, take that poll at twitter.com slash realkch. Tim, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Casey. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Hey, uh, my first question is, are the Democrats blaming Mr. Trump for this? Uh, I, you know what, so far, and I guess I'll just give credit where credit is due so far, I have not seen anybody angry at Trump for this yet. And I'm talking, when I say nobody, I mean anybody who's relevant, you know, your, your average basement dweller on social media doesn't count. So at this point in time, even American media is saying, yeah, it looks like Iran did this. So they've had to shift from Trump's responsible for everything. Now that doesn't mean by the end of the week. You know, tomorrow and then over the weekend that you won't have some people going, this would have never happened if Trump hadn't had killed Soleimani. Of course. You know, yeah. which, of course, would have never happened had Soleimani not killed an American and uh, had a long history of killing Americans. You know, people forget that he just killed somebody. So, Well, when I, when I first saw it, when I first saw it, I, I knew for sure that it didn't crash on its own. I just, it just had that feeling. It just didn't go down on its own. Well, in you know... It, I think that that was the natural reaction for everybody. Yeah, there's it, it. The timing was just so perfect. You know, again, I know we're talking about people who lost their lives, so please don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. But the timing was way too convenient. And then, again, maybe it's our Western sensibilities, but we're looking at this and going, why on earth would you allow a civilian aircraft to fly in combative space in the middle of an assault? or in the middle of what you would assume would be a response to your assault. There's no reason to let that happen. Yes. So. Well, my next question would be, do you think that Canada or Britain, that w- would they respond to this? Uh, not mili- not militarily, I don't think. And I don't know that we'll ever know for sure if it happened. We have the evidence, obviously. Ukraine wants to get their hands on it. I, I think... 
Iran's response to the Ukrainian government is the most key here. Because if the Ukrainian government, it's their aircraft, their citizens were on board in the second largest number. If you don't allow them to take a look at this and investigate their own aircraft, I think the international community is going to know that Iran is responsible. Of course, yeah. So, I, but as far as a military response, I don't think so. Most likely economic sanctions and, and all of that other stuff. But um, Well, I think the economic sanctions, that they're putting back on them now, and I think the other countries need to get involved a little bit more. And, and just really I agree. Strangle. I, strangle, I, I agree. Hey, I got Tim. I got a roll. I'm out of time, but okay. I appreciate it. Thank you much. Thank and you. you know, the president called for that in his speech. Somebody on Twitter said, "I think it was a distraction, so that all concerned eyes would go on that tragedy, and we didn't respond as quickly." That's what I was saying yesterday to prevent a U.S. response. All right, folks, take that poll. Twitter.com/slash/realkch. More coming up on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel.